Hi, listener. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Join me each week to escape and be refreshed with stories of people who dared not to settle for the American dream. Go beyond just getting enough in life and live into a place where big dreams actually do come true. In each episode, you'll discover why internal success is better than external success. Be prepared to redefine what your best looks like in your life and free yourself from the guilt of wanting more. Hey guys, this episode is going to be a fantastic one. One I'm a little scared to share because it is about the book. But before we dive into that, I had to share my thoughts on self-care with you because last week I was having a coaching call with a client and we were talking about how difficult it is to keep going when you're an entrepreneur and you feel depleted and frustrated. And I asked her the question that I ask most people, and that is, let's reflect on how you got here. Rather than spending all of the time punishing yourself for feeling that way, let's just look back and factually reflect on what you've been doing over the course of the last week or whatever it may be, 10 days. And inevitably, what I find is the number one thing that is missing is self-care. Now, I used to be a real offender of this until I learned that self-care is the fuel that we need for creativity and inspiration. And so the moment that inspiration has left you, when you begin to shift over into that place where you feel like you are pushing rather than the information or the creativity coming from you authentically and organically, when you are pushing past, that is when the inspiration has left you. And when it has, that's the time to stop. Take a break and seek self-care. Now, it doesn't have to be hours, right? We don't have to go to extremes. We don't have to, you know, walk away and not come back to our work for a week or even a day. But, you know, something I jokingly used to do that my business coach used to tell me is she would say, when the inspiration has left you, stop and go get an ice cream. Treat yourself to something that you otherwise would have cut out of your day that can fuel you. So lately, something that fuels me is just reading a chapter in a book, right? Something that also fuels me is listening to another podcast or something that fuels me as well is just 10 minutes of meditation. And what I used to previously do before I really understood this was I used to push through this point. And I thought, well, I just need to get it over with. I just need to continue to work. If I push through, I find that the project takes me twice as long. If I can actually stop myself and do a little self-care, the 10 minutes of meditation or taking a 30-minute break to just walk around the block and enjoy some sunshine, I can come back with the creative spark that I need to produce that work in half the time. So the choice is yours. Yes, continue to be miserable and push through and attempt to do the work, but know that it is going to take you longer than it would have if you had just simply taken the break. So take the time to do the self-care. You will find it will allow you to do your work in less time 
than you otherwise would have had you not given yourself permission to care for yourself. So ask yourself, if you're sitting down to work, do I feel inspired or do I not? Am I pushing myself or is this going to come organically? And if you're pushing yourself, take the break. If it feels good and it's inspired, go for it. But remember, self-care is the thing that sparks that inspiration and creativity. When you cut it out of your day, then you're just making the work take longer than it needs to take. Incorporate that into your day and don't allow the self-care to be the first thing that you cut out. See how you feel, experiment with it, try it out, do it for a week and see how you feel, take notes, and then try cutting out the self-care for a couple of days following that and see how you feel. Compare the experiences, and you'll know quickly that it can be something very simple that can really change not only your perspective and mindset, but your business too. Okay, let's dive in to this episode of Hitting Rock Middle. So this first episode, I chose for us to begin at the beginning, the foundation of, you know, your own individual transformation. Where do you start when you want to begin to transform yourself and your life and your perspective? Well, there is one very important place to start, and that is understanding exactly where you are now. So In this first episode, we're going to dig deep into that concept. I'm going to read you an excerpt from the book, and then I'm going to share a really vulnerable description of where I was when I began my own individual transformation journey. And I hope that it really is an episode that you can relate to and use as a starting place for your own transformation. I can't wait for you to listen to the first ever episode excerpt from my new book, Hitting Rock Middle. I feel like I'm about to throw up. (laughs) I, I didn't even want to actually pull the book up to be able to share it because I, I am so honest and authentic and it's easy to do when you're by yourself and you're writing this and you're kind of in that moment where you're just downloading all of those emotions and you're pouring yourself out onto a page and you're in the thick of it and that's why I think so many authors do talk about stepping away from real life and really taking on this one project at a time and it's because you have to live in that emotion and it, you know it's it's really a, a, a deep feeling. It's it's tough to go into this place where you were when you weren't your best and when you were struggling. And um, so I knew that when I was even going to be able to read some of this out to you guys that it was going to put me right back into that place. And I am excited about helping people. And so my desire to help outweighs my fear of what you're going to think of it. And so now it's time for me to practice what I preach, really, which is giving you my authentic version of myself without too much attachment to the outcome of what you think, but just showing up as myself and giving you the full uh, journey of how I got to where I am today. And, you know, it wasn't always pretty. Um, And I wasn't in a great space when I began this whole journey and transformation. So, um, I'm going to get over my fears and I'm just going to start. So, so let's go. Um, 
So the question is, where are you now? What's your current reality? Here's a hint. It's likely not what you generally tell people when they ask about how you're doing. Things are fine. All great here, you. Nope. I don't want to hear a superficial answer. I get it. On the outside, I was saying, I'm happy, of course. My career's going great. What more could I want? That's what I thought I should show people. While inside, I said to myself, I may hate what I'm doing, but I should be grateful for what I have. How dare I try to find something more satisfying? How dare I consider doing something else? I felt exasperated and disheartened because I realized a huge disconnect existed between what I showed the world externally and who I was internally. That's how we convince ourselves to settle for the middle. I had unconsciously convinced myself it would be selfish if I tried to make a change. And I'm here to tell you that settling for the middle, even if it's a comfy middle with high income awards and prestige, isn't worth it. For me, trying to do that made me feel less worthy, less confident, and as if I would never accomplish enough to feel successful. Even worse, I felt trapped. That all finally changed for me when I took a long and hard, honest look at myself. It's the dig deep, move you to tears, honest look at yourself that will make the difference. For example, when I was at Rock Middle, my honest look at myself would have sounded like this. I'm unhappy, like deeply unhappy. I feel it in my core. I cry sometimes when I'm alone. I can tell it impacts my day-to-day life. It makes me feel like I'm crazy sometimes. I share it with no one because I'm not sure what to say. And frankly, I'm afraid I'd start crying if I tried to explain it anyway. I just know there's a happier, thriving, cup-overflowing version of me out there, and I have no clue how to become her. So that is how I felt when I was at my rock middle moment. I had to give you a full description of exactly what it sounded like for me because I didn't want you, the reader, to make up any kind of story that my rock middle was better or easier to tolerate or different than yours. Hopefully by hearing my description, it resonates with you a bit and can give you an idea that you're not alone in this. If you feel any of those emotions, one or all of them, you know, that feeling of craziness, the feeling of unhappiness, the feeling of disconnect between what you show the world you are on Instagram and all the rest, or what you tell people that you are super happy and fulfilled when really on the inside you feel something entirely different, I want you to know I get it. I was you, I have been you, and I understand how hard it is to get honest with yourself when you were in that place. In fact, when I was there, I was so afraid of getting honest with myself because I felt like if I took the lid off of this boiling over pot, that it might just explode right? That I would never be able to get everything back in. 
I would never be able to pull myself back together to present that, you know, put together person to the world again. You know, I don't know if this is some, you know, vision that we have from a movie or what it is, but I sort of envisioned myself like by myself suddenly in my bedroom, unable to get out of bed. And, you know, frankly, I had myself convinced I just don't have time for that. So I can't get honest with myself. But yet on the other side of the coin, I couldn't stay where I was either. So I had to do something. And ultimately what I realized was figuring out exactly where I was right in that moment was my starting place for the transformation that I wanted to ultimately make. I had to get extremely honest about all of it. My dissatisfaction with my job, about what I would really want to accomplish in life, what I would want the ultimate destination to look like, and to get honest that the road I was on right now wasn't going to take me there. And yes, that was extremely scary to admit or to write down on paper at the time, but I knew it was going to be worth it. I knew I had to let go of the idea that everything had to be perfect. I knew I had to let go of the idea that success looked like one starting place and an upward trajectory straight to the top. I had to let go of the idea that any form of failure along the way meant, again, that I would never recover And that any form of failure would mean like I had to wear some scarlet letter for the rest of my life that I was a quote unquote failure and I would never get past that and that that's all people would remember me for. You know, I had to get past the fact that I was just so afraid to admit to other people that my idea of success didn't look like theirs. I was so afraid to admit that my version might look like no one else's. And I wasn't sure what to do with that. So that had to be part of my explanation of where I was now and what those fundamental beliefs were. You know, I jokingly say before I started on this transformation journey that I didn't even know what my favorite color was because I was so preoccupied with all of the external recognition and awards that I could achieve. I was so focused on what everybody else thought and what they wanted from me that I swear you could have asked me, you know, what my favorite color was, and I would have asked you, well, what's your favorite color? You know, sometimes even now I can think back about those Facebook, you know, questionnaires that used to go around back in the day and I used to dread receiving them because most of the questions I couldn't even answer about myself because that's how disconnected I was with who I really was on the inside. Have you guys tried out 99designs.com yet? I have talked about it endlessly on my Insta stories, and it's because it makes design so easy. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I don't have a creative bone in my body. 
And yet I want all of the designs that I have associated with my business to look really great and professional. But when I was starting out, I didn't have all the income to be able to spend on fancy designers. And that's where 99design comes in. Their tagline is design makes anything possible. And I couldn't agree more. It really allows you to come across as professional and amazing as you know that you are. So what's incredible about 99designs is they give you an opportunity to hire talented designers from all over the world that really provide designs that help you grow your business. And that's really what we're all about. They can design everything for you from a logo to a website to images to support your business. And if you followed my Insta story, you saw that I received more than 36 submissions when I ran a contest for my design for email marketing. So they don't just give you one or two to choose from. You have an endless array of designs to represent your business. You get them to narrow it down to a few selections, make edits, change anything that you want, and finally land on your final design. If after that point you have a designer you love, you get to continue to work with them. And don't worry, throughout the process, you even have someone to hold your hand. It's an account manager that will email you and check in on you and ask you how things are going. So it's not a process you have to manage all by yourself. You have someone there making sure you're loving the results that you're getting. I just can't say enough things about 99designs.com. I'm so grateful that something like that exists in the marketplace to support you, the small business owner, and the entrepreneur, because I want you to get your message out there in a powerful way. And I know that 99designs.com can do that for you. So make sure to check out, yes, you're listening to the podcast likely on your phone. So check out the description and there's a link right there to 99designs to be able to access the discount associated with listeners of this podcast. Or just go to the link on my Instagram at Sally Holder and make sure to use the link there to get your discount as a listener of this podcast as well. So I can't wait to hear about your experience with 99designs and see all the amazing work that they do for you too. Like what I really believed. I couldn't separate what I really believed from what everyone else believed. There really was, there was no difference because all I had done was put the lid on any emotion that I had, any belief that I had and set it aside as if I was going to come back to it someday and get to it. And guess what? That day doesn't come until you make the time for it. Until you sit down and ask yourself this question of where are you now? And so I just carried on with what everyone else's beliefs are and what everyone else told me was important and what everyone else said was success. But that ended up with a path of, as you can tell, sincere unhappiness that made me feel a little crazy at times. I just fundamentally found that you cannot skip this step of knowing where you are today because 
the microwave version looks like someone else's, right? It just becomes another detour, right? It doesn't actually ultimately take you to your fulfilled destination because all you're doing is repeating what someone else is telling you is success. So let's say you're sitting here right now and you're like, okay, well, I could do this. You know, I could be then an astronaut or I could be a food writer and maybe that'll make me happy. And maybe that was the problem. And yes, you could go and do those things, but how are you going to know if that is the next right step for you? And I would say that you're not, you're not going to know, and you're going to end up in this exact same place all over again if you're not willing to do the hard work that starts here, right? I mean, the reason why we're talking about this in the first episode all about the book is that you know, this has to be your starting place. This is your foundation. This is the beginning of the book is knowing that you want to include a different version in your life of success. You want something extraordinary now that you're no longer willing to tolerate the middle, that you want to find your greatest potential and not compromise and accept anything less. And so the only way to do that is to know more about who you are. And to know who you are takes taking the time out and getting real with the emotions that you feel about who you are in your life. And getting honest about what's a hell yes in your life And what is a hell no? Because if you can get honest and make a list of everything in your life right now that is a hell yes, anything that is in that, in your life that doesn't go in that column becomes a hell no. And we'll deal with that later, right? And I give you a roadmap for how to deal with the hell no's later in the book, But right now, it's about going back to who you are and figuring out what you're doing now that is the hell yes, that does fill your cup and doesn't deplete it. You know, curiosity is one of the best tools that you can have in your toolbox. And I talk about it all the time with clients. And I never really realized that it is a tool because it is a way of changing your perspective. So it's a way of taking what you think about a particular situation or an assumption that you've made that this is, you know, the right way and that over there, the way that I used to think was a wrong way. And neither is the case. You can apply the tool of curiosity right here if you're scared about starting this journey of figuring out where you are now. And I think the tool of curiosity helps you almost take your life and look at it from an outside perspective. The tool of curiosity can take you to a place where you can say, you know, isn't that interesting that I chose this? Let me look at what led me there, why I made that choice. You know, and very often I tell people, you know, when you're looking at where you are now, it does take a little perspective to know why you made the choices that you made that led you here. 
and, you know, what those beliefs were that led you to the place that you're in now. And you can get really curious about those. And I want you to be asking yourself, you know, if you're writing down what your honest reality is, make sure that those are thoughts that you actually believe. So you can ask the question, is this something that I fundamentally believe? Or, you know, isn't that interesting that everything um, I'm describing has something to do with someone else? And so let me get really curious about why it doesn't have anything to do with me. You know, when I ask other clients to go through this exercise of determining where they are now, very often a lot of their explanation about where they are now has to do with, you know, everything that they're doing for someone else or the part that they play in someone else's life. And rather than the part that they play in their own life, right, they are someone else's employee, they are someone else's mother, they are someone else's friend, someone else's wife. And that doesn't tell me a lot about who you are fundamentally and where you are now, right? That doesn't say anything about what it is that you necessarily believe to be true. It doesn't say anything about, you know, where you are in your own level of happiness or joy or desires or, you know, any of those things that you really need to get in touch with to know about what you want to create in your life next. So if this sounds like you and you have any of these feelings of unhappiness or, you know, just not feeling like you are living up to your greatest potential, then try this as your starting point. Where are you now? And write down every emotion that you can. Dig deep. Be honest. Write down your list of hell yeses. Write down the things that are hell no's in your life right now. And then do it with the curiosity tool, you know, being applied every step of the way so that you can continue to ask yourself why and dig deeper and, you know, not punish yourself along the way as you're looking at where you are now. Because remember, this is just the starting point because the rest of the book is going to be that powerful tool to get you from this honest step to where you want to go. It is the roadmap. It is step by step by step of exactly how I went from this you know, truly unhappy place in my core to living a life that is unimaginable to me now, where my perspective and outlook on things have changed completely 180 degrees. And that I now have a methodology to apply to each challenge that comes my way and, you know, a framework that I know that can walk me through each and every difficult thing that comes you know, along. So I can't wait for you guys to be able to read the rest of my journey and to be able to experience hopefully your own transformation as you go through the entire book and, you know, look forward to reading every chapter. So if this connected with you today, go and get your pre-sale copy don't miss out. And I cannot wait for you to make your own transformative journey too, because that's really what this is all about is that, you know, how dare I find something that was, you know, the secret 
to unlocking my greatest potential and not share it with everyone else. You know, I looked for a book that, you know, shared someone's individual journey in this way. And I jokingly tell people today that, you know, you had every end of the spectrum. I had, you know, the, the, change your life for dummies or the here's a list of every job that you would like to do and the yellow and black book and all it was was a list of different jobs and titles and job descriptions or I had the other way which was a, a wonderful and very admirable just spiritual journey but I needed something that fell in the middle that really combined both, you know, the personal development and a tactical business development, you know, that gave me the the professional changes that I wanted to have and to make in my life. And, and that's what I try to provide to all of the readers in my new book. So I hope that this will inspire you to go and grab yourself a copy. And don't forget that the book goes on sale and officially launches on January 7th, 2020. So mark the date on your calendar. And um, But you can grab your pre-sale copy right now with the link in my bio, in Instagram, and of course in the show notes for this podcast episode. So go to one of those two places. Of course, you can go to my website too. So any of those, jump on there right away and grab your pre-sale copy because you may just be getting some bonus from me as a thank you gift for purchasing the pre-sale. So I can't wait to surprise you with that little gift as well. Thanks so much for listening to the Hitting Rock Middle podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Remember that you can always find out more about me by visiting sallyholder.com. That's S-A-L-L-I-E-H-O-L-D-E-R.com. And if you want to stay in touch or get more free tips from me, make sure to join my free weekly newsletter that's filled with tips to help you achieve your greatest potential. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere where you're currently listening. And leave us a review. It really is a small thing to do that goes a long way to helping others find our show too. We'll be back next week with another empowering story of dreaming beyond the American dream. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.